Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello, friends. I'm excited to talk to you today and come hang out. How has your summer been? Oh, We just got back from North Carolina and San Diego, and it was so much fun hanging out with family. But now it's time, I was just thinking, as I kind of reflect and look at the calendar, to reset and just to think about what kind of things are we doing this summer and to be intentional so that I move from a mindset of surviving and trying to keep the kids busy to really thriving and enjoying my time with them before they go back to school amidst all the other things, right? So today's episode, we're just going to talk about kind of where we are in this summer and do a little summer reset. Take you on just a little quick trip of resetting your summer. Most places start school in the fall. And so we have about looking at our calendar. I was thinking about it and just prompted to share and hang out with you today in this episode talking about getting back into what are the summer things that we just really want to finish or that we might have wanted to do this summer that we didn't get a chance or maybe there were things that we wanted to take care of or go somewhere or have an adventure. So realizing that we are more than halfway through the summer, I wanted to bring that up and let you think about it too. And just reflect on how your summer's going and all the things. Sometimes we don't take a moment to reflect. I'm guilty of that because I love just pushing through, getting things done and going fast. It's hard for me to sit down and really reflect and take a moment to think about if I'm using my time wisely, how my summer is going. So we are gonna do that today thinking about your summer, just thinking about how it's going. And if you're creating memories that you're enjoying time with your kiddos, or if you're just counting down the hours until that first school bell rings, I have to say I'm a little bit on both. 
Do you feel overwhelmed? Maybe you feel exhausted. Maybe you're excited. Maybe you've gotten some time to relax or have a vacation or your kids have been at camp or maybe you're just hanging out with them, having a good time. So where are you this summer? Let's go ahead and take a little bit of time to reflect, as I said. So we're going to think about where you are, where you want to go, kind of what you want to do in the next month, and maybe some goals and how to get there. So as I said, most schools start in the fall. So looking at your calendar, you have about four weeks. I know we have about two weeks in July and then about two more weeks in August. And then it starts ramping up to jumping into school. And so as we look at those last four weeks, that last month, let's start thinking about what kind of things we want to do and kind of reset our summer. Go grab a piece of paper and a pen. You will need a paper and a pen for this fun exercise. But right on the very top of it, summer reset or summer goals. And then right alongside down the left-hand side of kind of a column, make a column of which weeks. So week one, and then leave some space and week two, week three, and week four. So kind of space it out down the page. So they're kind of evenly spaced along the left-hand side. And then along the horizontal plane at the very top, you're going to want to write three kind of columns that we'll talk about. So one's family, one's home, and one's personal. So you kind of have this grid of four weeks all the way down and then these three columns on the top. And so the first one we'll jump into will be family. When you're writing these down and these goals, you can either work backwards or forwards depending on how your brain works and what works best for you. But we're just gonna map out, okay, we have these four weeks. Make sure you map out maybe when your kid's school exactly starts or when you wanna be kind of done with your summer goals. I know I like to be done mid-August because then we start doing shopping for school, we start getting prepared for school, we start waking up at a certain time and going to bed at a certain time to just get our bodies and our kids more used to a routine. And so we kind of start that the last two weeks of school, whether we're starting midweek or Monday or whatever it might be. So write down when your school starts, but also write down a plan for maybe you have five weeks. Maybe your school doesn't start until late August, or maybe you have three weeks because you're going to be gone on vacation for one of those weeks. So make sure you just take a little inventory of your calendar. And these weeks are weeks that you are home or a week that you definitely can work on these goals. All right. So now that we have that little grid all set up, think about that first week and that first goal or that first column that says family. So think about maybe there's some things that you still wanted to do with them. Maybe you didn't feel that you got adequate time with your kiddos. So maybe you wanted to go on a date with certain kids or take them to lunch or do something special before they start school. 
Maybe they wanted to have some friends over or plan a party or do a sleepover or all kinds of things like that. So maybe, or maybe it's with your spouse. Maybe you haven't gotten a date time or a time just to connect over the summer. So think about basically what kind of things do you want to do with your kids that first week and it can be spaced out maybe the first week you make sure you do a couple dates with your kids and you go to maybe shopping my daughter loves shopping now so maybe we would go shopping and I'd take each of my boys out one of them loves going to a coffee shop one of them loves going to a bagel shop so maybe plan those out of having special little outings with them before they start school And you can do that week one, or maybe you put that in week two and week one, you are on a vacation with your family going somewhere. Maybe it's a day trip that you want to do. So think about the things with your family in mind that you haven't gotten a chance to do. As I said, maybe it's dates with your kids, a date with your spouse, a trip, a place you wanted to go just for a day. Maybe it's some memories or things that you have left to do on your bucket list with your kids for that summer. One of ours is we just got passes to Great America, and so we haven't used them very much. We've been once, so we definitely need to go another couple times. So on the week that we are here and the kids don't have camp, it would be great if we could go to Great America maybe two days out of the week. So just those little things like, okay, in a couple weeks, we want to go to Great America and they put that under the family column. Or maybe in three weeks, you're going on a vacation or a day trip or a weekend trip. So just take stock, take just a moment to think about the relationships in your family, to think about the memories that you wanted to make this summer, to try to fit in, just when are you going to fit in those times to make those special memories before you jump into the fall in school? Column number two. Now this one is your house or your home. So these ones we'd want to think of, maybe there's some projects you wanted to get done before summer and you're just realizing, oh my gosh, we have one more month to do this. Maybe it's that you wanted to redo something outside. You wanted to garden or plant some beautiful plants. Maybe you wanted to declutter a couple rooms in your house, or I love to declutter my kids' bedrooms actually. And that's a big full task of a couple hours with one kiddo. And so we kind of take apart different things and move things around, find things that they're not playing with anymore, that they've outgrown or that they don't need, or sometimes it's just garbage that's in their room, I have to say. I did this before we left on vacation. I did this with our youngest and we went through, he has a huge Ikea bookshelf. If you've seen them, they have four across, four kind of cubby holes and then four all the way down. And so he has these buckets in each one and the buckets hold maybe stuffed animals, blankets, toys, soldiers, dress up clothes, cars, I mean, Legos, everything. So we took out each 
bucket and we'd go through each bucket and try to figure out, okay, here's three buckets of animals. Pick out all the animals that will fit in two buckets that you want to save. Or here's a bunch of buckets he has next to his desk and they're just chock full of paper and stuff and activity books and some of the activity books he's outgrown or he's done already or they're just taking up space. So we went through all those buckets and we went through all the buckets of clothes, dress up clothes. There was some stuff that was too small for him and it's still hanging around in his room and all the things. So in that sense of decluttering, I need about two, maybe three hours with each kid. And so I know that's definitely a summer project, not a school project because they get so overwhelmed with school and they're so tired. It's just not fun doing it with them when they're exhausted. So maybe there's some things in your house that are kind of like that, like a project, decluttering, maybe creating or organizing an environment like a new desk environment that you know you're going to need in the fall when the kids go back to school. Over here, you're going to work on something or you have a hobby or something that you're doing while they're gone. Think about that and start to strategize what you want your house to look like in the fall when they go back to school. Maybe there's a couple little areas, as I said, that you could take a little time on and a little bit of time right now will be used so well in preparing for the future. So well, I don't know if that's really a word, but it will be used wisely. <laughs> so plan out your week as far as which weeks you'll be home and maybe you can take on a couple extra projects or if your kids are going to be home from camp, which of those weeks they can either help you declutter something like their room, or maybe they can help you with something else. Maybe they can help you plant plants in the backyard or do something fun. So plan out those kind of house projects or house things that you want to accomplish before the end of summer. And our last column is personal goals. As you look back on your summer, these are things that, what did you still want to accomplish? So maybe it's a summer reading. Maybe there was a book you wanted to finish that you haven't gotten a chance to. Maybe you wanted to plan out what trips or things that you're going to be doing next summer. I know that's on my mind of like, okay, we've had a great summer and we've had these places that we go. I'm looking on towards the future of in the winter are school breaks and what kind of things do we want to do so that we can get that planned. And then it's all set up hotels, flights, whatever it is that you're going to go do, or maybe it's some day trips. So think about what kind of personal goals you would like to accomplish in the next month. Maybe they're business related goals. Maybe they're hobby related goals. Maybe it's something of getting together with some friends. Maybe you say, oh my gosh, I haven't seen my friends for so long. And the summer has kind of taken off because a lot of people leave or do different things or have different schedules. So you could plan an event for just two or three girlfriends to grab coffee or to 
go and hang out and grab a glass of wine or go to a cute bookshop, all kinds of things. Or maybe you get some people together and go on a hike or go on a run and all the things. So maybe there's a couple of people you wanted to hang out with that you haven't hung out with recently. Maybe, as I said, there's a book you wanted to read or you wanted to start journaling a little bit more. Whatever those are, think about those weeks that you have ahead and plan accordingly. So maybe there's a week you're going to be out of town and you're clearly not doing a lot of house stuff because you're not at home and you're clearly maybe doing some family stuff, but also doing some personal stuff. So maybe it's a week where you sit down and you read that book you've been wanting to get to, or maybe there's a week that you're at home and your kids do not have camp. So they're running around at home and there's a couple of people you want to get together with and hang out. You can take your kids to the park and have them run around while you hang out with a friend. Or maybe there's a week where some kids are in camp. So you have a little bit of time in the mornings or afternoons and you can hang out with a friend. So just kind of plan accordingly. Take a look at your week and just take inventory of your week and take a minute to just look at that and reflect. After you have everything kind of mapped out, take a deep breath. say good job and read and kind of pray over it and reflect. So look at each of those things and really think, are they worth your time? What can you actually get accomplished and what kind of things may be a little bit too much in that one week? I know I tend to schedule out a lot of stuff to get accomplished in one week. (laughs) And then I realized that was a lot. So maybe look at your weeks, don't burn yourself out, but take a minute to kind of see, okay, is this reasonable? Are these things I want to accomplish? And just take a deep breath. Once you have finished this exercise, I'm really hoping that it just allows you to take a moment to reflect and just take inventory of what are your goals and what kind of things did you want to finish up by the end of this summer? So plan out your next few weeks and just realize what you have done, what maybe you have not done and what you still want to accomplish with your time. Oh, I really pray that this helps you, my friend, and I would love to see what is on your list. What kind of things are you thinking about for your personal goals? What things did you want to get accomplished in this next month? What things are you thinking about with your house? Do you have any cool house projects? Maybe some decluttering. And what kind of things did you want to do with your family before school starts and your schedule changes again? Come on over to our Facebook group and share your end of the summer goals in our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. And I would love for myself and others just to be inspired by your posts of what kind of things you are doing. As always, please remember to write reviews. I love it when I get to hear from you and know that this is helping you. Subscribe to the show so that you don't miss an episode. And if you ever need any help, come on over to my website. There's lots of free stuff you can get over there to help you out and be more productive. It's 
Bird, B-Y-R-D, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot com. And Bird Michelle is all one word. I pray that you have an amazing week. And until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend. Thank you.